With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dan, could you recount your story of your first discussion with Kissinger about security issues? Well, that wasn't a first discussion. I'd, I'd known him for years at this point. I had just written for him a set of options uh, for Vietnam, which was his first presentation to the National Security Council when he came in in 1969. This was now over the Christmas season at the Hotel Pierre in New York, where the uh, interim White House was operating and they were hiring people. And I had then uh, proposed another set of questions, National Security Study Memorandum Number 1, his first study memorandum, which had a lot of questions to the bureaucracy, which I'd written. He added one, and otherwise they went out. And later, I went over the answers and helped summarize them for the president. So having done all that, I think it was like the day after Christmas, or one or two days after Christmas, I was having breakfast with him at the pier, talking over these projects. And I had the chance to say to him something, having known him now for, let's see, 16, about 10 years, on and off, not terribly well. Uh, something that I'd long thought of saying to somebody who was coming in to a high level of the bureaucracy. And it has to be understood that I knew that he had had access to top secret information, secret confidential top secret, which is supposedly the only classifications in the classification. In advance of his becoming National Security Advisor. Right. He had been a consultant right. to Kennedy, in fact, back in 1961, and had had access before that to some extent. And as a matter of fact, on one occasion, uh, the way that we learned that he had been fired as a consultant to the White House because he had written a foreign affairs article uh, about the sort of thing he was telling the president. He couldn't right. resist doing that. His top secret safe was moved out of his office. It was a very visible thing. So he had, this was in 61 or so, he'd had access now for eight, over eight years, and before that he'd been in the Army, to the regular classification systems. I knew he was now about to get uh, inducted into the real secrecy system, it could be called, which is higher than top secret, and the existence of which in those days was a very well-kept secret. People who had only top secret clearance, like my 500 colleagues at the Rand Corporation, except for a few of them, uh, were not aware that there was anything higher than top secret. And actually, there's an indefinite number of what they now call special compartmented clearances or special compartmented information, SCI. And uh, for intelligence clearances, various sources, and especially sensitive material. And this, these secrets are very well-kept. So he was now about to get these, and as far as I knew, I, I may have asked him, I've forgotten, uh, he hadn't had them earlier. So I said, you know, Henry, there's something that I've, I've uh, thought of telling somebody for a long time, having gone through this experience myself uh, and learned uh, over a number of years. And that is you're about to get a large number of clearances whose existence you were not aware of earlier. Uh, on the contrary, you, you had supposed there were no such things. And you'll be, you'll be introduced to an enormous amount of different kinds of information that you were not aware the government had access to or the president had access to. 
And uh, by the way, just to give an idea of this, uh, reconnaissance satellites had come in in the uh, in the early 60s, and that was the photos from those satellites were one of the things covered by this. And there were the photos from the U-2 reconnaissance airplane, and most of it had to do. Uh, this used to be a big secret with communications intelligence all over the world, intercepts of conversations. That's the basic special clearance and actually the most useful one in many ways. And it gives you an entire different world of information from merely top secret. So I said, well, you're going to be getting all these clearances. You didn't know they existed before. And you'll go through, I can predict from myself and from other people, several stages of response to this. First, you'll feel like a fool that you didn't know these existed. You've been writing on these subjects all this time. You've had access to top secret. And you didn't know that the person you were talking to, if they had those clearances, had a lot more information than you did of a different kind. So you'll feel foolish. Second, that will only last a little while. You'll, you'll get over that pretty quickly. And you will begin to feel that Everyone else is a fool for not knowing what you now know and for not knowing that it existed. So uh, you feel very superior to them and much more on the inside. And uh, uh, it's like when you first read Top Secret, maybe some years ago, and now you know what's behind the New York Times. Well, now you'll know everybody else is uninformed and foolish. And I said, that problem, that leads to another problem, though, eventually, which is that even when you're talking to experts uh, who do not have this clearance, uh, which is most people in the government and outside, to understand what they're telling you in the way of advice or predictions or analyses, you have to go through the exercise of saying, what would this very intelligent person be telling me if they knew what I knew? If they had this information, then what would the advice be or the information? And that's just too much effort to go through. Uh, you stop listening to them, and eventually you just stop listening to people who don't have all that special information, and you won't be able to learn from them. All you'll be thinking of is, what do I want them to hear from me? What do I want them to believe? I said, you'll become something like a moron. You'll be unable to listen to anybody outside. And I, I said, it's sort of, I've always thought of it as like the potion that Circe in uh, the Odyssey, gave to uh, Ulysses' man that turned him into swine so they couldn't communicate anymore like humans and uh, couldn't get out of their condition. So uh, he, he thanked me. <laughs> he, he, uh, that was very interesting and so forth. Uh, a year later it was that I was uh, talking to him, trying to get him, among other things, to read the Pentagon Papers, which he had in his office. But uh, we, were, we were talking over the fact that a lot of his Harvard colleagues, like Tom Schelling and Ernie May and others, had come and resigned for consultantships from the White House because it looked so crazy what he had just done, he and Nixon, in Cambodia, invading Cambodia, and uh, that he could have listened to, to their advice more. And he said, but they don't have the clearances. <laughs> so dear, he has drunk deep here of Cersei's uh, potion. Glenn, do, do you see aspects of this as you are reading what you see in the public sphere? Well, you know, it's, sorry, it's amazing. I mean, you can listen to Dan talk, which I, I love to do. And, and the reason is is because even though he's talking about things, you know, in, in that last um, answer that, 
you know, took place for more than 40 years ago, really the issues have, are, are pretty much the same. The national security state, the way it functions, I mean, there's been some modifications, but the basic dynamic is, is still the same. And one of the things that strikes me about, you know, what he talks about when, when he says that there's this formal secrecy system where kind of secrecy, secret and, and confidential are the lowest level rungs and you go up and you make your way up to top secret and then there's a whole world of secrecy above top secret um, which itself is a secret and, and so few people have access to is you look for example at all of the controversy and the condemnations over WikiLeaks and all of the documents that they've, they've released and every single one of the documents that WikiLeaks released in the Iraq and the Afghanistan war logs and the diplomatic cables not a single one of those pages was marked top secret, let alone, you know, this greater degree of secrecy. It was all relatively low-level secrecy designations of, of, of confidential um, and, and secret, and yet it revealed, you know, a huge amount of deceit and corruption and, and probably even illegality, um, and yet that's only the very lowest level of secrecy that the government has. And, and the other thing that I think is, is so important about what he conveys when he describes the world in which he was, you know, such an integral member, is that this really is a world that exists unto itself. It's completely insular, and it's shielded from all of the sort of things that we talk about when we, just, when we have political discussions and political debates and we talk about elections and Democrats and Republicans. This world persists and has existed under the, it, its own rules for decades and really is kind of impervious to the sort of political changes that we think we have control over when we vote and, and when we exercise our democratic rights. It's, it's really a world that, that exists without any accountability and without any real constraints from the things that we think are supreme in our political culture. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.